Hey. Sheesh. We live, baby. What's happening? What's, What's happening? happening? What's happening? Welcome back to Hitonasu. We are in, um, you may not see it, but this is a morning shift. Yep. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry um, if my voice sounds a bit. Yeah, we're both in our morning voices yeah. right now. So it's, it's gonna be, you know, we're gonna, I don't know, we'll probably act like we're in a hangover or something. But... Now, if I, like, hopefully this goes well, the morning streams, if, if my voice keeps on going like this, because I'll do more morning streams, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Damn. morning records. But, Sunshine corner. But if it's, <laughs> if it sounds bad, holy shit, I'm moving back into the night, bro. Holy shit, like. As uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay. No, that's the fun part, you know. You know what? We're all like, we're not collected yet, and then we have to do all these important informations. So, uh, might yeah. be fun. Might be fun. So, before we start, right? I'd like to like thank everyone for the amazing support and what's it called? Everything that, all the love that we've been getting from our previous episode as well. I've actually read your messages. Thank you to my family as well. I don't know why I gotta say it, but I gotta say it every time because. Like, it's like love they've been showing us, you know, for a long time. And like, yes, sure. thank you so much. Thank you for still saying. And to my audio listeners as well, I love you. All right. Exactly. We love you, bro. So like, today's topic is going to be really funny. I mean, not funny, but like a bit scary. That's why I think Pesto yeah. do in the morning. Um... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, Today we'll be diving in straight away. You know what? Let me just change the ambience straight away. I'm, I'm kind of ready. I'm feeling it. Uh, you sure? I'm very Is sure. Just like the morning rush. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we are diving into folktales. Now, folktale is like... It's like... How do you say it? Like, it's like a body of culture shared by a particular group of people, right? Uh, as per Google, right? And it encompasses tradition common to that culture, subculture or group. So basically, people from villages and whatnot, right? They have their... Oh, shit. I got uh, people... I'm sorry if you guys hear... Uh, what's it called? Notifications. It's my phone. So, you usually hear stories from these villages as well. Back when I... In Adventure Time, uh, a disaster of an episode, in my opinion. But... Um, as I went to and stayed in the villages, right, we did hear a lot of folk tales by the village group as well. And today, we'll actually be exploring some of the folk tales or herbal legends as well. Yes, sir. Yes, and Pes, hey, are you like well known with your folk tales? I know, like, I know, like, we spoke about a lot of folk tales even before yeah. the podcast. Like, actually, I think. Pess right here, if I'm not mistaken, was the first one to ever get me into Malaysian folktale. If I'm not mistaken, I think I think I'm right. Yeah, because I learned a lot from Pess when it comes to folktales as well. So I'm pretty sure you had your experience hearing it from your family members or whatnot, right? I feel like, oh, okay, just to give context for everybody, yep. we're going to be diving down into the Southeast Asian uh, folktales today. And, you know, well, I guess I grew up here. And I think, like, with everybody who grew up, you know, um, around the region knows these. Uh, especially, like, the Malayans one. Yeah. Because these, yeah, these guys have Malaya um, 
blood in them. I think. <laughs> yeah, there. But um, I mean, growing up, there's like several stories, several folk tales that you know. Um, even if it's not from like story of Ma, um, you know, someone telling it to me verbally. Mostly is like it comes out in movies and whatnot back in the early 2000s when I was growing up. So I think some of them are told to me um, by verbal stories. Some of them were, you know, when I watched movies back then when I was a kid. And I feel like, of course, like the the biggest ones like Pontianak, you know, Orang Minyak and whatnot. Uh, Southeast Asians would know who they are, especially like Malaysians. And some of the Indonesians folktales as well, but um, we're gonna go into slightly different ones. Uh, they're still famous, but not, you know, not, not as like famous. The big three, you know, not yeah. like the big three. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we have fun today reading about them. Definitely not because I'm just gonna cope by making funny jokes because yeah. I don't want chills down my spine. Even though I know it's morning, there's sunshine. I shouldn't be scared. But talking about them, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a guy who likes to think a lot. You know, imagine stuff in my head. So uh, definitely <laughs> not a good you know not a good combination. Yeah, but it's fine though. Like uh, folk tales, like this is a kind of funny thing, right? Because folk tales. If I'm not mistaken, is always yeah. said in oral tradition, right? Like we speak mm-hmm. about it. So like it feels like kind of weird that Hitonasu is gonna do its first folk tale in oral tradition as well. So it feels yeah. it feels kind of weird, but I'm ready for it. You know what? I've been wanting to do this. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Um. Before we start, I have a question. Yes. So shoot. What do you think is the big difference between superstitions and folk? tales well folktale as i said is usually said in oral tradition right superstitions comes from old tradition uh no oral tradition you speak about them oral traditions yes. right and superstition is very because different. some of these because some of these folk tales um consists of superstitions not so all like of them too. so yeah not all of them, so of like if you look at it Superstition is basically a black cat crossing the road. So and it's, then thinking uh, that is going to be Yes, a bad it's day. a belief that in the supernatural. This one is a belief in Folktales be- is like you saw something It's unnatural. a story made up by your old parents basically if you can put it in simple terms, right? Or myth. Yeah, it's like a among. bedtime story. Yeah, it's like of. it's legit like a bedtime story. But what if like then what justifies for people who actually saw these things? Is it just the manifestation? Well, that's a or... different question altogether. But it's definitely their manifestations or maybe like I heard the Orang Minyak story from my friends, you know, were kind of true. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's your convictions or like did it actually happen? And best, there were actually news articles on a lot of these Japanese urban legends that I've read before as well. So, I must say that I have not seen any of these traditions. So, we just need to... um, We just need to find them. Facts. And that's what Hitoness is going to do, bro. We're We're going to go to a ghost hunter. Yeah, we're going to be ghost hunters one day. And we're going to vlog that shit, bro. We're going to end up as ghosts. (laughs) Yo, don't say that, bro. Don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're gonna interview a ghost one day, Pez. Yeah, it's just like, you know. Like, We're gonna uh, ask him the difference between. Like a weather report? Like, what do you think um, is happening to the forest, like, in 2020, 2025? Yeah, what do you and think? They'll be like, ah, shit. Uh, I need more <laughs> banana trees, you know? Or something like that. Exactly. Their deforestation is, like, bad for the spirits. <laughs> yes. That's probably one of your funniest jokes. Damn. Alright. Hopefully that That's answers good. your question. Like I couldn't go in depth because like superstition is kind of no, no, superstition is kind of different. But this is the best part, you know, because yeah. people figuring the, it out. Nah, people in the comments, you'll help us out. Exactly. Answer Pesha's exactly. question, please. I would love to know all of you guys' answers as well. So yeah, um, we're gonna dive into our first urban or folktale. Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Pass. I might need help with the name. So it's called Sister. It's, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you, I'm pretty. Yeah. Sure. So it's called. So this urban legend is called Sister Nugasot. No, it's Nye. It's like um. So Nyesot. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it means the scary sliding nurse. All right. This article was um. Published around April 22, 2010. So we do not know the, what's it called? What's it called? Validity of it. But this is the best part. It's a folktale at the end of the day. Wanna start now? Alright. So this is the urban legend for the scary sliding nurse. One of the modern scariest tales that spread from mouth to mouth is the tales of Sister Nesot. Hopefully I'm saying it correct. Hopefully I'm not butchering it. Don't worry, but don't worry. No one knows who started the tale and how did the story actually happen. This tale has become well known in every hospital in Indonesia. People believe there is at least one of Sister Nesot in each hospital. So the author is saying that he has been staying in a hospital recently but never met that kind of spirit, right? So the tale is starting sometimes in the end of 1980s. Holy shit, that's a long time ago. There were a lot of variants of the tales. One of the most scariest tales about the sliding nurse is that she was a nurse in one public hospital and oh, having an affair with one of well-known doctors in the hospital. One day, the nurse told the doctor that she was pregnant and want the doctor to be, res- to res- to be responsible. But the doctor, who had a family already, refused. He asked the nurse to do abortion, but she would like to keep the baby. Angrily, the doctor murdered the nurse and mutilated her. Some part of her body has been buried in the ground of the hospital, and her legs been thrown to other place. Since then, people claimed to often saw a nurse sliding at the alley of the hospital looking for her legs now another famous version of this tale is about the mass massacre of nurses that been made during the occupation of holland to indonesia in 1950s at that time many volunteering nurses whose helping indonesian soldiers had been murdered and mutilated by holland soldiers some says the nurses were come back from their dead 
to settle their work and help injured soldiers since the war was over and the spirits did not know about it. They hanged around the, in the hospital looking for the soldiers that need their help. Hmm. This modern ghost tales has dragged attention of same, some producers in Indonesia. Many movies about the spirit have been made and overall got a very good response from local viewers. Whoa. Well, there are actually three movies out of The Sliding Nurse. You can actually Google it and find out. But what a scary tale. We have another article that Pes will also get into. But do you have anything to add, Pes? Okay, so like before I was confused, right? Mm. If this was like picked up by like one specific story, which now isn't because there's so many versions yeah. of it. And now I feel like uh, that kind of clarified me when they said like people believe there is at least one Sustering us out in each op- hospital, so that means that just clarifies there's gonna be different stories from yeah. different experiences in the hospital. So <clears throat> technically, if you want to talk about the origins, it's hard now because like which one is valid, say, right? Yeah, exactly. Wh- where does it start? Where yeah. was you know? It's like patient zero. So, mm, but it's a good story. Of yeah, it is a good nurse. story. Nonetheless, I love it. Like, <laughs> shit, like, this guy, this author has actually gone to hospitals yeah. and he stayed there and he hasn't found any of the spirits. So, like, you know he's trying to uncover mm. the story about this a lot. So, the premise is basically about a nurse who got into an affair yeah, with, with a, a doctor. doctor. Yeah, and I feel like this is, like, the most common uh, detail in every article they have about Suster Nyasot. So... I feel like that's at least what happened to her in, I mean, in the beginning. It has to happen in a hospital, right? Yeah. At the hospital, she was a nurse, got into an affair Fair. with a doctor, and then that's how it started. But then it just escalated to different uh, versions of itself. But okay. So now we have another article. Well, technically not an article, but a chapter made by um, Creepy Aggressed in Wattpad. Telling another version of um, Suster Nesot's story and premises. So, I'm going to start off by, well, telling you the details. <laughs> okay, another story of Suster Nesot. So, this is, oh, Suster means nurse, by the way, just to give you context. And Nesot means crawling in Indonesian. So that's why, that's where she got the name, Suster Nesot, which is a crawling nurse, basically. <clears throat> so in the story, no one actually knows her real name. But this is where the story uh, gets off. Once upon a beautiful female nurse. What? Once upon a time, a beautiful <laughs> female nurse. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, morning, brain, morning, morning, morning brain, morning brain. Female nurse was working the night shift in an old hospital. The night was quiet, and she walked to the laboratory. The doctor on duty sprung on her and R-word her. I can't say that. YouTube, though. Yeah. yeah. He then mutilated her legs. Okay, the word mutilated has been there in, 
you know, different articles. So I guess that's what happens, really. Her legs, so she couldn't walk and had to crawl with her hands while dragging what was left of her legs behind her. She died that night and has haunted hospital corridors ever mm. since. Now, most people agree that the hospital was... Is it Chipto or Skipto? Chipto Mangunkusumo Public Hospital. RSI, uh, RSCM for short, in Jakarta. Because that was the place Suster was allegedly seen alive. Okay, so this gave a little bit of origin story. But another story claims she was a Dutch nurse who was gang R-word. And as she fought back the injuries, she got caused her feet to be amputated. Okay. Most old hospitals from the Dutch, Dutch colonial era, have their own stories about Suster Ngesat. They say she wanders around hospital corridors or nearby alleyways, covered in blood and dragging her legs. People believe that if Suster Ngesat comes by, your body goes stiff and you lose the ability to speak. Once she passes, control over your body returns. While some insist that it's just a myth, recently, a janitor claimed he saw Suster Ngesat at a hospital he worked at in Bandung, the capital city of Indonesia. As a new employee, he covered the night shift. One night, he had to clean the morgue when he suddenly got the feeling that someone was watching him. Holy shit, it's the, it's the fucking... Um... <laughs> he continued cleaning in the hallway outside when the electricity suddenly shut off. Okay. With no lights, the man, called Budi, started getting scared then Budi heard a woman crying in pain he tried to distract himself from the noise by playing music on his phone ayo oh my god Damn. this story okay continue he got that um I know what this, was that I know the story actually wait oh my uh which one was that oh, I forgot it I forgot it but I forgot the song um, okay, the last room on his rounds was the operating theater. Budi entered to start cleaning, but when he opened a dividing curtain right there, under the bed, he saw a pale nurse looking straight up at him. He tried to remain calm, but he dropped his mop, then his body froze. The nurse moved on, dragging herself along the floorway from Budi. She eventually disappeared into the toilet. For minutes, Budi couldn't do anything but stare as she made her slow way along the floor. After she was out of sight, he could move again and he immediately packed his things. Budi quit his job the next day. Okay, so basically, um, there's a little bit more context about the ghost. So they said some movies are also made on Sister Nesot. We already know that. She really is an interesting ghost who doesn't harm people, but anyone can get scared to the bones on seeing her. There you go. That was the story. Well, at least some of the stories about Suster Nyesa. That was pretty fun. Imagine a ghost not hurting you, but can petrify the shit out of you if you look at her. Holy shit. Just imagine her crawling in front of you. See the sliding or the crawling woman or the sliding nurse. Holy shit, that's kind of scary. I'll be right back, yeah. But yeah, like, 
Now, one thing that this story reminds me was like back uh, when I was like a little like oh this is very off tangent yeah, but when I was a wee kid right, there was a moment where I saw a news article, yeah you know, on what's it called? There was an Indian news article, and basically this man was walking down the what's it called? Uh, walking down the graveyard right. I think it was a news article but don't get me wrong um I'm trying to think of it really hard. it was so back in my childhood but he was walking past a graveyard and he heard the sounds of a crying lady as well or someone trying to like you know scare I him I think crying ladies are just normal ghost stories yeah but trying to scare him or something but this I remember so faintly and mm. then he played this one song from his phone and it was the most shittiest song he played because the indian lyrics ah uh, uh, shit it means uh please come into my body please come into my body like oh my th- three or four times and he played that and then he <laughs> went back to his house he had dinner with his uh what's it called wife and kids and then suddenly he got possessed and he <laughs> killed his family and the news article oh said is because he played the song please come to me and please come to me it's more funny when you hear it in indian language but yeah. that shit just this reminded is, me okay that is the definition of comedy horror oh yeah that shit <laughs> Dude, what comedy horror he killed his family bro yeah i know but like it started with like that is the most strong timing songs of legit bro and he could have just like played an anthem or like i don't yeah, fucking know had... beyonce all the single ladies, I guess. Oh wait, you yeah, don't play exactly. that. Don't play that to fucking Sister Nusa, bro. <laughs> she will fuck you up, bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe we said that. I would do it. Would you like to add anything to this, Pez? Um. Because I feel like you. Uh, you did tell me something similar. I just can't remember. I don't remember Are anything sure? about a nurse, but like. I don't uh, actually they... remember if there is a no nurse... graveyard pest. Can you think graveyard? Oh, graveyard. Okay, maybe um, I think I got the wrong person. Maybe. Uh, I don't really have much experience like with late night graves. Mm. Usually like morning ones. Um. I don't know, but like uh, I visited like you know relatives' uh, graves. Right? Yeah. And I think like it's normal, but like here where I am or where we are some of the uh, famous graveyards or at least where my relatives were it was a bit odd because we have we usually use the graveyards like um like mountains yeah yeah not mountains but like hills, hills. we use those as graveyards so it kind of just like gives me this thought of just like this is not a stable you know it's not like a flat ground I feel you on that one and then I remember one of my relatives um, who passed away like years ago was on this very, very steep um, hill. Uh-huh. And the surface is like, there's these like really um, narrow stair that you go up the hill, right? Yeah. You can't really make a stable one because of the soil and dampness of the uh, hill. And when you go up the stair, uh, when you go up the stairs into... Um, the small steep surface mm-hmm. 
there was rarely any fences nothing it's like um if you remember uh how to say this it's not even like flat it's just it's still like the tip of a hill you know so everyone has to like yeah so everyone has to like walk around it and there's no like flat surface there are flat surfaces but like you know it's still Mm. like on that steepy hill thing so i was just thinking like how the bodies yeah especially like even if it happened on a rainy night this you know this shouldn't be a good or safe area where these buried bodies should actually be be, right yeah because like if the hill has many damp soils and whatnot it would actually deter and go down so I'm just like, is this really good for, you know, dead bodies on hills? Because the soils would, like, run out from the surface. It, it gumps down. So I'm not sure if that's, like, a good idea. But in terms of, like, scary stories at graveyards, not much. Because we usually, like, fool around at the graveyard. <laughs> uh, we know we shouldn't. But, like, I don't know. My family is just weird. Because I remember this one time. I, I think I told you already. Or I think I told in the podcast before. I think um, in one of my graveyard visits, like, uh, you know, with my relatives, there was this one time where I was like, you know, we were doing like our prayers and whatnot. And then I was just sitting there. I was a kid, right? Yeah. And then my uncle was there. He came up to me. He was like, open your hand. And I was like, whoa, what happened? Because like we have this, um, we have this thing where we like, you know, uh, kind of like shower the graves were like sweet smelling uh water so they usually sell this outside of the graveyards so uh whenever like after our prayers we usually like um, pour like sweet scented water on the graves for them to have like an aroma and such to like i don't know cleanse it um not cleanse but i think just to make it like a good environment for them mm, i see sense. Yeah, so I thought he was, like, giving me, like, you know, like, flowers and stuff, right? Yeah. When he came up to me, he said, like, hey, Pes, can you open up your hand? I was like, okay. So I open up my hands, like, really big, right? And then he has his hand closed. Like, um, he has his hands closed, like, both of them, right? Yeah. And then he put it on top of my hands. And then when he opened it, it was just a fucking big-ass frog. And I was like... What? <laughs> and I just screamed, right? While everybody was... <laughs> was like, <"Bruh>. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, that's just like some dumbass stories from the graveyards that I had. Hey man, <laughs> this was our graveyard tangent done by yours truly, the Night Corner. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> with that being said, we can move, on, move on to our last urban or slash folktale. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like, ooh, this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, this one's so all right. More uh, in let's, their story. Let's just flex our vocal cords for a minute. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. But yeah, best right. you can start this shit off. Let's go. All right. So before we were talking about Susurung Eswat, which is an Indonesian folklore, but now we're gonna move a bit more um, sideways. Is it sideways? This- I think. Yeah, it it's kinda, too, okay. It's yeah, like a Malaysian is, one now. Yeah, it's in Malaysia, so this is a Malaysian folk. You know, a brother, uh, the brethren of 
uh, Indonesian folklore. Uh, yes, sir. So, this story is about an uh, Aisha or Aisha's curse, which is a scary urban legend from Malaysia about a young girl who was horribly abused and <laughs> murdered by four evil men. According to the legend, she will take revenge on anyone who looks at her picture. There you go. So, Holy shit. let's start off with the rest of the story. Now, Aisha was a shy country girl who lived in Malaysia. She was born in a small village, but in 1984, she moved to the big city, Kuala Lumpur, the capital city of Malaysia. Aisha suffered from a rare disease that gave her photophobia. It meant that her eyes were extremely sensitive to bright light and it caused her to save, to have severe pounding headaches. For this reason, Aisha always wore dark sunglasses and never allowed anyone to take her photograph because back then you need like a flash, right? Yeah. To take photographs. So the flash of the camera would cause horrible de- debilitating. 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 Okay. <laughs> debilitating headaches. I hate English. I hate English. <laughs> okay. Whatever that word was, and then headache. <laughs> One day, the factory where Aisha worked was holding its annual party. Every day was having fun, and Aisha. What? Everybody, Everybody was having fun, and Aisha took off her sunglasses. Why do you do that? Someone at the party had a camera and decided to take a picture. As soon as the flash went off, Aisha doubled over in pain and collapsed on the ground. Hmm. She was suffering from an intense headache and she began to foam at the mouth. Holy shit, she got a seizure. Damn. The poor girl writhed on the ground until an ambulance arrived and took her to a hospital. Aisha spent three days in the hospital, lying in a darkened room. The man who had taken her picture came to visit her and apologized for his carelessness. What is it with the folktales in hospitals today? Uh, I don't get it. Hey man, we chose something. Like, it's so cool the way... It's like a coincidence, yeah, you know? We didn't even know that. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, continuing on. After that, Aisha was forced to stop working. The doctor gave her some medication and told her to spend a long time rest. She just sat at home and only went out at night when it was dark to buy food. Her landlord sympathized with her situation and allowed Aisha to stay in the apartment without paying rent until she was healthy enough to return home. Oh, that's a good landlord. That's the kind of landlord you need. Damn, bro. <laughs> I like that. I like that. One month later, Aisha was fully recovered and it was time for her to take a stand and get revenge on the world. That's not what they said. So, for her to make the trip back to the village where she was born. This sounds like Empedagor. Kinda. <laughs> that night, after it was dark, Aisha left the house and walked to the bus station. On the way, a car suddenly pulled up in front of her and four men got out. They blocked her path and when she tried to go around them, they grabbed her and dragged her into the car. The men kidnapped her and took her to an empty house on the outskirts of the city. They tried her hands and feet. They tied her hands and feet to a chair. Then one of the men took out a knife and cut off her clothes. 
Aisha was crying and begging them to have mercy on her, but the men just laughed at her. They began beating her and abusing her horribly. One of the men took out a camera to take some photos. Aisha begged him not to take her picture and tried to explain that she had a rare condition that made her extremely sensitive to light. The man just, ex the man just ignored her pleas and started snapping pictures. As soon as the blinding flash went off, Aisha was struck by an intense headache. Her head was pounding and she was screaming in pain. The men kept beating her, taking picture after picture. Every time the flash went off, she felt like her head was going to explode. Blood began flowing from her nose, ears, and eyes. After suffering for more than four hours, Aisha was in terrible pain and could barely move. She was still tied up. The men carried her out to their car and tossed her into the boot. They drove her out a bridge and told her they were going to dump her into the river and let her drown. So just before they threw her into the icy waters, Aisha screamed out, Anyone who look at my picture without permission, I will punish them in a dream with the same pain that I am experiencing. I swear I will, though I'm dead. Woe to those who see the picture. The next morning, the four men went to, to the Photoshop to get the photos developed. Why would you? They literally that went is, to a shop is, to get the photos developed. No, you know, that God, is speedrunning how to get arrested. Wow. They gave the man behind the counter some money and warned him to keep silent about the contents of the pictures. When the men saw the developed photos of Aisha, Helpless and embarrassed, nude and beaten, they began shrieking with laughter. Suddenly, the car in which they were traveling swerved and crashed into a tree. One of the branches came through the windshield and smashed straight through the driver's head, killing him instantly. A second man was taken to hospital, but died that evening from severe internal bleed. Now, a third man survived the crash with only minor injuries, and after bandaging his the doctors allowed him to leave. On the way back to his house, the man tripped and fell into an open manhole. He laid at the bottom of the sewer with a broken leg, unable to climb up. That night, it rained heavily. The water level rose in the sewer and the man drowned. The last guy didn't have a scratch on him and went straight home. But that night, as he lay in bed, he dreamed that Aisha came to him and began beating him about the head with a stick. When he woke up, he had an extremely bad headache. The pain grew so intense that he couldn't take it anymore. He felt like he was losing his mind and started stabbing himself in the head with a fork. Jeez, man. He began to regret what he had done and, ha and felt like he was being cursed by he went to the nearest police station and turned himself in, telling them everything he did to Aisha on that fateful night. All the pictures he had taken were handed over to the police. The man was arrested and he was thrown in a cell while police began to search for his body. The man eventually died in prison. He took his own life by banging his head against the wall until his skull was crushed. He was unable to endure the unbearable headaches any longer. Now, oh, two days later, 
Aisha bloat, Aisha's bloated corpse was found floating in a river. She was taken to the mortuary where they identified her from her fingerprints and performed an autopsy. The doctor who carried out the post-mortem examination had to take a picture of Aisha's corpse as evidence. Oh, will that affect as well? Damn. When the flash from the camera went off, he was shocked to see Aisha's eyelids suddenly close. Not long afterwards, the doctor was found dead due to an overdose of painkillers. So I think um, from this point, I'll give it to Mamat so that he can hand it, send it off. Basically. So anyone who looked at the autopsy photographs reported experienced nightmares and severe headaches. <clears throat> Shortly afterwards, they were found dead under mysterious circumstances. Eventually, the police destroyed most of the pictures. They tried to keep the case secret from the public, but rumors of Aisha's curse began to circulate around Malaysia. Some of the postmodern photographs that were taken of Aisha were leaked and posted on the internet. They say that anyone who looks at these pictures will encounter the ghost of Aisha in their dreams. When they wake up, they will experience severe and chronic headaches. The image of Aisha's corpse will haunt them no matter where they go, wherever they look, Aisha's picture will appear in their vision. To avoid Aisha's curse, do not search for her pictures online. If you accidentally come across the pictures, do not look directly into her eyes. Do not send these pictures to anyone. If you do, it will mean certain death for you and for them. Okay, so... Just as a side note, you can definitely Google Aisha's curse if you believe the story. I've done it already, but it's it's, it's kind of gruesome. It's kind of weird. You saw the picture? Yeah, Pess. It's kind of damn man. You could have done it with me. Yeah, first. no, no, Pess. I know you're a baby, so I'll just keep it. What do you that. mean? It could have been like a hate <laughs> to challenge, but of course, yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. But damn, yeah, this guy. But I've I've I think I've read this what's it called a long time ago as well. I've seen Aisha's curse picture, I think, if I can remember. But we'll definitely look at it together since you want to. I'll keep no, that I don't in want mind. To now. Nah, I know you want to. But yeah, her story was um, fucking crazy actually. It's like you know how I feel like this folktale or legend is it's like a it's like sounds like a plot movie. It's it is, you know, but it sounds like a message, you know, to people not to do stuff like this because Whatever you do, it can come back to bite your ass. And whatever your actions cause, like, it will be the, what's it called? This benefit of others, you know? Like, others will get affected by this as well. As as per mentioned, Aisha's curse now. It's kind of, it was kind of a good story. I liked it, you know? And the funny part is that we did not know that it would correlate to the other story, you know? Like, in similar aspects, you know, involving mm-hmm. hospital, like involving what's it called, stupid people murdering, you know, and whatnot, doing the bad stuff. I mean, that's just like the common premises of most cases. In yeah, kind of murders, hospitals. I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. dying. 
I like how the fourth man, like, you know, survived for a bit, you know, like, she t- she toying with him, kind of, you know? And then mm. she fucking did all that to him. Oh, that. He's fucking stabbed himself in the head with a fork, bro. Come on. That's kind of that's kinda gruesome right there. Jeez, bro. You gotta have the right amount of strength to, like... Yeah, it's a fork. Put, you know, a kitchen fork into your head, because your head skull is, like, very hard. You know what? Now that you said that, right? My, You know, I have a morning brain, right? So I, I not even think my our brain was like, our craniums, you know, were built with bones, right? Yeah. Motherfucker, like, you can't do that. I, ah, ah, it's gonna be weird, bro. Like, <laughs> It's a weird story, but I like it nonetheless. I'm pretty sure Pess yeah. likes it as well. I give this story a 9 out of 10. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What are you rating? I'm not, I'm not rating, I'm not rating, I'm not rating. You literally just gave it 9 out of 10. Yeah, it's like, it's like what we used to do, you know, rating shit. But yeah, this <laughs> story was actually pretty good. Like, I was really invested in it as well. Yeah. As, like, I think both the stories, if I, ah, oh, shit, I closed the tab. Fuck. Mm, both the stories were in the 90s. 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 1980s, yeah, something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, both of them are 1980s. Something like that. Alright. Damn, that was pretty good. So, guys. <laughs> Wait, do you have anything to add on, Aisha, by the way? My, uh, my detective. I don't movie. know. I feel like the curse. That's like chain messages, you know? It's like the ring, you know, honestly. Like you watch this video yeah, it's like you need to like give it to another person so that you don't have to suffer. Exactly. Or I mean, you will suffer, but like you want someone else to suffer as well, right? Something like that. I, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah. Um, dang. Aisha. Could have been, uh, you know. Been a normal, <laughs> a normal, you know, woman just living in the city, but yeah, sadly there's, you know, so many tragedies to yeah. a lot of other people, especially the stories that hasn't been brought to light. So stories like her, it's like it's not much of supernatural, but more of a curse, right? Because she had that like swear. At the end, before they threw her out um, into the river or water. Yeah. I mean, it's both, you know, supernatural yeah. and at the same time. I wonder how that works, though. Like, you just scream out, you're gonna, you know, curse someone. I mean, okay, so I know you and out. me know the actual ways on how to curse people, right? So these are like, you know, these are... At the end of the day, guys, these are yeah, folk tales. Folk tales. Plus, like, there's so legends. many, yeah, okay, too guys. many specific details that I don't think a journalist would know. Especially if, like, at this story, to make it realistic, it would be the fourth guy who had to explain every single detail about what happened. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't think he, he I, yeah, and I think he was too scared to even, like, think about, you know, what exactly happened in... Yeah. Which scenarios? I was in her head the whole time, you know? But yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, well. Well, there you go, guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this, there you know? You like, we're definitely gonna do. Yeah, let me get back to, like, you know, like a normal. Horror story. 
We're gonna give you more debilitating stuff. Okay, my god. Debilitating, bro. Come on. It's fine, it's our morning brain. Debilitating. You know how to say it, it's just morning brain. (laughs) But yeah, guys. Hopefully, you guys like, uh, what's it called? Like what we did today. We're definitely gonna do more folktales and urban legends as I love these topics, man. I love learning about new, what's it called, stuff as well. And also, we're gonna dive into some horror stories very soon as well. Like, we have a lot sure. of horror stuff planned up, including some high-profile cases. You know, it's like too much horror in the world. Yes, sir. Too much horror in the world, and Hitunasu boys will actually, you know, uncover all of them. You know, but yeah, mm-hmm. anything you have to say, closing press. I love capybaras. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, nice, buddy. Uh, there you go. He likes that. <laughs> oh, seriously, Bess. You have a closing statement. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, for any for anyone who enjoys um the series or the Nightcore series, why did what did I just say? Night Corner series. Oh my god. It is kind of serious. This is our like yeah, Night Corner horror stuff. If you like it. Please um, consider liking and subscribing. And also, you know what? If you have your own takes about the stories that we've, you know, uh, concluded, why not say it in the comment section where you can comment and then maybe we can give you our inputs as well. So we would really appreciate you for your support and hopefully you can support us even further. Thank you so much for being here yes thank you thank you guys and as best said like please do like like subscribe comment you know all that good stuff you know all to my audio listeners as well i do actually post our youtube link on our description as well so just drop by and put your comments if you're listening from audio as well like you know at the end of the day we do we would definitely love to create a safe and secure community you know and that's what our that's what our thing was that's what we started with you know and so happy that we got this far and so happy that for the love that you guys have been providing legit could not thank you enough for it and i'll always forever forever be grateful oh my god it is my morning brain yeah but it's yeah man. <laughs> but yeah it's funny i love all of you guys well no matter wherever you are on the day have a blessed day ahead of you even if you're going to sleep have the blessed day ahead of you the next day or the day after you know who knows but yeah thank you guys and from the Hitonasu boys, say it with me, best in three, two, one, stay, stay goaded. goaded. See you guys. Let's go. Bye. Bye, bye.